another day. All right, let's ride. podcast this is episode number 97 i am the host blackout i usually try to get this out into the world every monday morning very late sunday night or whenever i got the opportunity because my schedule is all messed up but thank you for listening if you're new stick around if you've been around welcome back glad to have you glad you're still rocking with with your boy man um i just do what i like to do and that's why i'm doing this so let me go ahead and get into the few things I want to talk about real quick. A lot of things happened this week, a lot of news, a lot of a lot of stories. Well, I ain't gonna say it broke, but a lot of things came out in the media. One of the things that came out that I, I highly doubt was on a lot of people's radar because it's a state thing was um, the White House was blocking legislation that um, California has for their emissions policy for on, um, on automobiles. To me, I thought this was kind of weird. I really didn't see the point because I'm just using my common sense and using my brain and thinking like, why would you want to, why would you want to try to block something that's good for the environment? To me, it just doesn't make sense. And I'm sitting here thinking about it like this is to me, is, is it something petty or is it something money driven because they don't want what California is doing as the most popular state to hurt the economy, uh, the, the auto economy, the auto industry. But the thing is, what I'm thinking is we're trying to move away from that and go to find something, another means like electrical cars, you got Tesla. We need to be trying to transition away from that to find something that's more environmentally friendly. At least that's what I thought. So this shit to me blew my mind because the way I'm looking at shit, like it's like, well, California is trying to market itself as a state that people want to spend time in and live in in order to drive the state revenue. That's what I'm assuming. If you look at all the clean, the clean environment, clean energy things that initiative that they have, that's what makes sense to me. Other than Disney World, Hollywood, and all that, the big thing that I believe attracts people to California is the lifestyle, and a part of that lifestyle is the environment. And if you can't attract people to your state, you lose out on new residents moving in helping generate the economy, and you also lose out on those tourist dollars. So to me, it seemed a little bit foolish for the White House to try to push legislation that would could potentially impact that. Because even though people in California seem to be more laid back and chill, one thing they don't fuck around with is that environment. They really, they're really protective of the environment. If you Even if you go to Walmart and you go to get plastic bags, they don't have them little thin-ass plastic bags that we had when I was living in Florida. Nah, you get they got these ten dollars, these ten cent a piece heavy duty plastic bags, and the thing is that it costs you money when you buy them. But that initiative was created because that people got tired of seeing these damn bags thrown out on the trash. They said, well, if you get a bag from Walmart, we gonna hit you with ten cent for it. And the idea about it is for people to become more environmentally friendly because these bags. Are dun, 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 
very durable and reusable, which makes sense. If you were going to pay for something and you would like the opportunity to reuse it, there you go. They've just given you an initiative to reuse some shit and it's better for the environment. So to me, it makes sense. That's just an example of how California is when it comes to the environment, which I can appreciate and I can understand. Like at first, it pissed me off. But then after a while, I got used to it. We store the bags and use them for other shit. Some of the same stuff we use smaller bags for. But hey, these bags work better. And I can't be mad at it. There's been times where I've taken those bags right back to the store to reuse. Trying to be a part of the system and do things in a different way because they want, you know, trying to make the environment better. That's some shit I can dig. So I decided to support it, I guess, by giving in and basically obeying the law. I guess I had to support it. I didn't really have a choice. But nonetheless, I didn't understand the move because of the the whole thing of California selling California. You're not just paying for the piece of property you get where you live. You're paying for the environment in which you live. And the fact that people can make money via real estate here means that people are going to invest heavily in the real estate here. So in California, you got a lot of nice shit. There's a lot of areas that aren't even that well known but you drive around and shit's just nice because it's nice you want to keep a certain demographic there you want a certain level of people to move in and i wasn't here for the gentrification of certain areas but i'm pretty sure it happened in the area i live at now or it's just some some shit in the environment that they mold down and put something else up and the animals in a sense got gentrified where i live at because i'm pretty sure i saw a damn coyote a little while ago so I'm like a thousand percent sure that's actually what happened. But I digress. Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. And it led it leads me to another point I want to make in this podcast because the shit didn't make sense. I decided to do some shit I don't normally do. And I know last week I was talking about social media and social media etiquette and like if you're gonna do something you like, why waste your time doing it? And I thought to myself, like, you know what? Normally I would post this. And I was a person that would post shit that I knew would antagonize people and maybe start debates and start arguments and shit like that. Then I would just sit back and kind of laugh like a mad scientist or I would engage in it. And there's a certain amount of people, like, in my friends list or whatever that would do the same thing. It's like they, they live for it. We would live for a chance to make somebody look foolish on their own, on their own post, right? Stupid shit that we used to do. So I got to thinking, I said, you know what? I talked about it last week, just engaging with certain people. I just thought about, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna do things a little bit differently. And something that I would normally put up that I didn't really agree with and didn't really fully understand the meaning behind, I sent it, I inboxed my homie and asked him how he thought about it. My homeboy's more conservative leaning, so I figured I'd inbox him and ask him what he thought before I went out my way to kind of stir the pot. And I, it made me feel like I've been a fool for the past how many years I've been like arguing back and forth with people because you don't always have to debate. You don't always have to argue. Sometimes, in 2019 still, we can discuss. We can discuss things. Hey, I don't understand why X, Y, and Z. I don't, I don't get the meaning of this, that, and the third, or the purpose of this. Maybe somebody who pays attention more to that side of the aisle has some insight into looking at something that you've missed. 
And because he's actually from California, it just made sense for me to ask him, like, how he felt about the whole situation. And that's what I did. He gave me his feedback. And um, it was a better conversation than us going back and forth in the comment section and shit. Then you open it up for people who don't know the relationship, who don't know the exact situation to come in there and just say stupid shit, be reckless, and be silly. That's something that everybody always wants to deal with all the time. So I just thought, you know what, I'm proud of myself that I did it this way. I'm going to do this shit more often. And that's exactly what the fuck I did. And I just felt better for it. I really did. And I'm glad I did things that way this time around. And I just wanted to share that because even though it's not a, it's not a big deal, social media has become the, a part of the fabric of our lives here in the, in the U.S. And I'm going to say around the developed world. If I challenge you to make me believe something different with all the apps and all the shit we got, People want to be connected to other people. That's just how we are. I love, I'm an extrovert, so I love that I can go in there and contact a bunch of different people or just see what's going on and kind of go through the timeline and read shit. Maybe I'm weird. I don't know. But I'm guessing not since damn near everybody and their mama's on there. So my thing is, if I'm going to do something in my leisure time that I enjoy, why not enjoy it vice arguing with other people? So that's what I did. Because last week I was prompted to do some shit because of discussion I had one of my homeboys about his methodology with doing certain shit and how I just didn't agree. We should be going more towards discussion vice arguments and shit. Because a lot of these political things that happen, they get put out on social media for them to gauge how we react to shit. I think that's what a lot of it is. A lot of this, these things that we debate on are like truly get truly personal. I'm not talking about sports and music or shit like that. I'm talking about religion, um, politics, and things close to that because those are things that people feel about because you're talking about their their foundation, their opinions on things. So I decided to to go about things a different way and just ask somebody because the way he goes about things is an, is, is antagonistic. And his thing is, well, I just want people to look at it and learn. And they're like, no, you don't have to do it that way. So I, I sent him the message, too, just as a way to show, hey, there's a different way to go about stuff. You can hit somebody directly that you disagree with rather than trying to bait somebody into an argument. Because what happens is when you do shit like that, people's intelligence get, get challenged when they have an opinion about something. And it's just some of the things that happen is just like if I was sitting and talking to you face to face and if you came off the way I felt you were trying to came off, this conversation would be completely different. Or you might not have came off that way at all. So in order to prevent myself from feeling like that, I decided to change my approach to shit and potentially save myself some time. So that's what I did, and um, it worked for me for the most part. I feel better about it. And it may be silly to you, but I'm a person that likes to fuck around on Facebook and, and shit like that. So to me, when I get time off and I can do it, it's something I want to enjoy doing. So if you haven't done it, I highly suggest you trying it um, because it's a small part of your life potentially. But why not enjoy it? Don't get sucked in. Maybe you could pass it on to somebody else and they'll stop fucking around. Also, speaking of which, one of the things I saw on Facebook was the 2019 Revolt Summit. So this was hosted by Revolt, who is run by P. Diddy or Sean, Puff Daddy Combs. 
for those of you who don't know. And there was a panel. It was, a, it was a, held in Atlanta, and there was a panel of black people involved in grassroots movements. And they were, they were, the panel was set up to where it kind of staggered. You had somebody maybe more left, and then next to them you had somebody more right, and just on down the line like that. I think there was only, I want to say, two conservative people there, obviously conservative people there. There's a woman, her name's, I want to say Katrina Ray? I think that's her name, but I know her first name was Katrina. Candace Owens was there. There was a guy, his name was Steve, I forgot his last name. Um, T.I. was there, and Killer Mike, the rapper, activist, entrepreneur. And at the end, you had a woman named Tamika Grant. It was, it was mod, it was moderated, mediated, moderated. I'm not sure about the word. I ain't gonna lie. Cousin Jeff, who used to be on Rap City back in the day, and has worked a lot with BET about getting awareness out that young black people need to vote locally. This is back around the time when Bush was president, so he's been on this for a while. So Cousin Jeff was there. He was running the whole thing and kind of asking the questions to all the um, to all the panelists and getting there. And getting their views on stuff, but for me, this was this was great to see, because I got to see Candace Owens and Killer Mike on the stage at the same time. I got to see Ti and Candace Owens on the stage at the same time. I got to see Katrina side on. I think it's Katrina Ray. I got to see her on the stage at the same time with people who more who more typically align with my views, and these two women typically do not, but they were there talking to black people. They weren't on some big platform talking to white folks on a platform that's mostly watched by white people. This was some old black, black shit in the old black-ass city of Atlanta, which has been, been come to be known as Wakanda for all the shit that goes on there, a lot of black excellence coming out of Atlanta. But my main point is it was good to see people who have disagreements speak openly and it was good to see, for me, especially to see Candace Owens do some shit like that. So I will cut her some more slack. I will cut her some more slack because there are things she says that she that I agree with, but a lot of the time the way she packages shit for me is something that I really, is distasteful, it's something I don't like. And she had her moments there during during the, uh, the panel, but it was good for me just to see her at the summit to give me a reason to, to give her some more of my time and to give her back some more credibility in my mind so I can listen to more of what she has to say. Because at the end of the day, it is a black woman who has a huge following speaking on behalf, whether she wants to or not, or intends to or not, on, of black people. So she was there, Killer Mike was there. At one point, Killer Mike got up there and said some shit, shut the whole thing down for the most part. He had the highlight as per usual, but I think it's just something really important for black people to see. And I would like to see in the next coming weeks black people actually talking about this shit versus the next subject I'm about to get into, and that is Takashi 69. So Takashi 69 apparently had to, had to date in court, and he did what everybody thought he was going to do. He told on every motherfucking body. And it's become a huge meme. It's all over the internet. <laughs> it's funny. I'm not going to lie. It's really, really funny. And, um, I'm kind of on the fence about how I feel about it because at the end of the day, young and black, you always get told, hey, no snitching. That snitching shit is trash. That's not something we do over here. Get on with that shit. So if you in the streets, you don't snitch. 
True. That makes sense up until you're 18 years old. And you have no kids and you have no family. Because the reality is that when you out there committing crimes and you out there in the streets, you out there perpetrating a certain lifestyle, there's going to be ramifications of said lifestyle. It's going to come back to you in a way you may or may not be ready for. Now, for Takashi, success came at him fast. Life came at him a little bit slower. And he is now having to deal with the way that life came at him and trying to understand and and maneuver in a situation where he's going to be locked away for a long time. This is a man with a child. He's got a, a little girl, from what I understand, and he's having to make some decisions to go against everything that he said he was about and live a certain type of lifestyle or to potentially be around his child. He had a decision to make. Do I stick by what I said as a man to millions of people on records that I don't know in order to accrue my uh, my substantial amount of money or my, my, I won't say wealth, to accrue the amount of money I have in my bank account, to earn this money, do I stick by some code that I may have lived by up until the point that I was 21, 22 years old? Or do I now turn my back on the people who've helped protect me and help me generate these funds? But who have also threatened me, may or may not have had me kidnapped and robbed, and who have been robbing me of the money that I'm earning off of my talent. Yes, they have helped me with management, security, things like that. Yes, they've helped me there. But these same motherfuckers have been sitting with me, stealing from me the whole time. Now I'm in a situation where I'm going to be locked up for umpteen years and I won't be able to see my family. I'm only 20-something years old. And you want me to trust that these people won't do something to me while I'm in jail. I'm going to be in jail as a tattooed celebrity who said some really inflammatory things about a lot of people. I got a decision to make. And (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. I don't blame them. I really don't. And it but the memes are hilarious. And the crazy thing is, thinking about all this shit, the type of person that this young man was, if he saw the memes, which I'm pretty sure he probably has, he's probably laughing like a motherfucker too cuz that's that's this whole the whole generation's tra- trolling, being able to laugh at shit that may be offensive because it's on the internet and it's not real, being able to laugh at yourself, especially when you get to that celebrity status, you should already be able to do that. The amount of times he's been talked about and picked on and laughed at by people while still achieving a, a pretty decent amount of success in the time frame he did it. You got to be able to do these things. And um, he's going to have to because if he gets out of jail, that whole part of his life is over. He's going to have to get tattoos removed and the whole nine. There's nowhere this man can't go in the States looking the way he does now. Nowhere. He's going to have to grow a beard and do something. I don't know, but he's going to have to get into some real, real protective custody. 
Because when he gets out, people going to be on his head. I don't know how much reach people have that he was messing with, but I don't doubt that he's gonna, this guy has fans everywhere, and um, he's going to be recognized. But it is what it is, man. In other news that I also saw rampant on social media, my man A.B., the esteemed wide receiver, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers, formerly of the Oakland Raiders, is now formerly of the New England Patriots. Now, he got me because I thought he kind of finessed his way out of that deal with Oakland. Lost about 30 mil. Was like, fuck it, I'm A.B. I still got other stuff going for me. I got to get off this team. Ends up on a Super Bowl champion team. More allegations come out. The Patriots say thank you for those touchdowns and catching those passes. See you later, Bob. We no longer want this tied to our organization. Less than two weeks and this man's gone already. Now, as far as the allegations go, listen, I wasn't there. If I see con- if I see convincing concrete evidence, okay, yeah, he did that shit. That's terrible. Get him up out of there. Thing is, I ain't really seen none of that stuff to judge him by. What I will say is that he's charismatic. He gets on that field. He plays his ass off. As a performer, I like to see him perform. But what these text messages and the going back and forth has revealed to the public is he's probably a terrible person. Probably a really bad person who's full of himself and has a massive, massive ego, which was probably which probably should have been registered with a lot of people, like including myself. I expect that from wide receivers, but I wasn't really looking at it like such. Should have known. Should have definitely known. 100%. But I'm not looking for that for him. I'm just watching him play football. But this, the shit that's coming out of these, and these sports reporters and all this shit, it looks, it looks, it sounds really bad for him to be acting the way he has apparently been acting. And it just doesn't seem smart to contact somebody or be in a text message thread with somebody who has pending or is planning on filing sexual assault or sexual misconduct, sexual harassment, anything sexual. Any of those charges, like, you shouldn't want to be nowhere in the airspace of nobody that has anything like that for you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to breathe the same air because you've now ruined my name, especially if you somebody that's fucking innocent. If you're innocent, we don't have a damn thing to talk about. Don't even look at me at all. I don't want to see you. I don't want to be nowhere near you. None of that good shit. You are dead to me. Until we have our damn court, and I get to prove your ass wrong. That's it. That's just my feeling on how I would have handled the situation. I feel like he handled it completely wrong. And then me, I'm just, maybe I'm different. I just don't think you talk to women that way going through text messages and shit. I just really don't. The older I get, the more I'm like, that's some shit I just couldn't, I can't get down with. I don't want to be nowhere a part of no shit like that. I don't want to stand next to nobody who does stuff like that. Even when I'm watching shows like Judge Mathis and the guys in there shitting on the women, it's just like, that shit just seemed corny to me, man. Especially for somebody you've been you've been with, been next to in a certain situation. And then even if that was a situation, you got a superstar status, bro, you're an athlete, keep yourself in shape, you got a lot of money, these women are going to be drawn to you, bro. Um, you got to know better. 
you got to know better. You got to be a better judge of character and conduct yourself in a better way. So you just fucked up, what, 40-something million dollars worth of money? I know you got it, but you could have had 40 million more. Just saying. Not a good move, man. Terrible move, if you ask me. And not much else happened, I want to say, in the world of news. I'm getting closer to my Japan move date. I do know that. About to get up out of here. All these political situations are going to be out of my head. I'm not going to give a fuck no more. I'm still going to care. But one thing that did happen is iPhone came out. Goddamn right. And unfortunately for me, I ended up having to get one. I was a person who was rocking with the 8 Plus. I loved that damn phone. I still love that phone. But I had to give it up. I'm switching carriers. I'm going somewhere new. I need a phone that's going to be able to rock with me for a little while because I don't know how how long my phone was going to hold the value. So I figured, you know, let me get off this phone now where I can still get at least 350 for it and get some value and move on to the next. That's exactly what I did. And I keep seeing that I saw on social media. People are showing off pictures of their iPhone 11s and all this, that, and the third. I ain't took a picture with this motherfucker yet. I don't even know what I'm going to take a picture of. But I'm going to get out there and get to shoot shit up on y'all ass real quick. I'm not going to lie. kind of excited, even though I really don't see much difference other than this big-ass notch in the middle of my screen that I'm trying to cope with. Um... Yeah, that's, that's just about it, man. I'm going to go iPhone it up and learn what the hell is going on with this phone. I'm going to catch y'all when I catch y'all, man. The schedule's going to be a little bit choppy as my time gets close. I'm trying to get to 100 episodes before I leave for Japan. There's going to be like a 30-day gap, maybe 30 days plus. I keep telling y'all to tell y'all, but hey, man, y'all be smooth out there, man. Go ahead and get out there, change the world, man. Brush your hair if you ain't brushed your hair. Put on some lotion. You know, make sure you wash your face when you go out in the world. Go out there looking nice. Don't leave the house like me, ashy today. I walked out looking like the Silver Surfer. Neither here nor there. Change the world. Change the draws. Change the socks. Learn something new every day. Go out there, man. Be a decent person. Y'all be cool. Peace.